Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash anti-work, where people quit their jobs in the most spectacular fashion. Good evening, OP. I was reviewing the cameras from our shift today, and I noticed that you were sitting on a stool for the majority of your shift. This is completely unacceptable behavior, and we'll be discussing it tomorrow before your shift. I cleared it with my team lead. I have two broken bones in my left foot. This is doctor documented. Aside from that, I packed over 240 units per hour for the entirety of my shift for 12 full hours. I'm not sure if you're aware, but we do have a ranked list for packing displayed directly above our stations. My efforts earned me first place today. So, just to be clear, my impressive performance was overshadowed by the fact that I wasn't uncomfortable enough while I was doing it? I'm really not appreciating your attitude. You could have just said the first part where you cleared it with your lead instead of being disrespectful. This type of behavior isn't going to get you anywhere here. Hey, thanks for wasting my precious off time with some garbage that you didn't bother to investigate beforehand. Seriously, over 240 units per hour packed, what you claim to be the pinnacle of performance there, I achieved it. And I got grief because I was sitting while doing it? You guys need to get your priorities straight. It's no wonder that you have such difficulties retaining staff. I'm not concerned with going anywhere with you. This is a toxic environment with ignorant people at the helm. I won't be in tomorrow or ever again. We don't need to rush to you leaving. Let's talk in the morning and we can sort this out. No thanks. Have a good life. Oh man, I, <laughs> I feel like most people fantasize about quitting the way that this guy quits. Also, what's so annoying about stuff like this is if one of your employees is sitting on a stool when he's not supposed to, and he gets literally first place performance for that day, then my response wouldn't be, how dare you sit on a stool? My response would be to let other people sit on a stool too and see if that improves performance, because is the objective to get your employees to pack as many things as possible, or is your objective to keep your employees miserable and suffering? Because based on the boss in this text exchange, it sounds like bosses care more about employee miserableness than about productivity. Hey, Becky canceled on Saturday. I'll need you to come in and cover for her. That is not my problem. Saturday's my day off, and I've been working eight days straight, and I really need a break. I'm sorry. We're short-staffed. I need you. I'm not coming in, so... You have to. I'll see you Saturday. No, you won't. I'm not coming in, and you can't make me. Are you sure you want to do this? You really want to put your health insurance on the line? What are you going to do? Fire me? I know that you're short-staffed after Hunter and Paige quit last week, and you're already short on bartenders. I do not accept that type of attitude. Last chance. I'll see you Saturday, or I won't see you again. Did you really just threaten me with health insurance? Whatever. I'm done with this. You can consider this my notice. I've had enough of your BS. I've told this story once or twice on my channel, but this very similar thing happened to me. I got fired completely out of the blue from my previous job. And the way my health insurance worked to that company was it extended out like to the end of the month and they fired me on the very last day of the month. So I went into work that day thinking I had a job, thinking I had health insurance. And then by the end of the day, I didn't have a job and I didn't have health insurance because it canceled that exact same day. So as I was driving home from getting fired, I was literally thinking, if I get into a wreck right now, 
Am I covered? I might not even have health insurance if I get into a wreck on the way home from work. Why are we expected to give two weeks notice to our boss whenever we want to quit, but they won't give us two weeks notice when they're letting us go? They just fire us out of the blue and walk us out of the building. When I got fired, they didn't even give me a chance to say goodbye to my coworkers. They just immediately walked me out. I mean, which is fine. I, did, <laughs> I didn't really care about my coworkers, to be honest. But man, how toxic can you possibly be to just cut off someone from their their check and their health insurance on the same day and then just be like, well, good luck out there. Hope you don't die in a fiery car crash on the way home because you won't be able to pay for health insurance. This next post is a sign posted in a workplace that says crew are not allowed to discuss their rate of pay. And then down in the comments, Warhound01 says exactly what I was thinking. Wage discussion is a federally protected conversation in the workplace. Send that to your labor board and enjoy the show. Yeah, so not only is it protected free speech, you can say whatever you want to anyone and pretty much no one can stop you. But on top of that, employers specifically don't want people to talk about their pay rates to people because if Bob makes 20 bucks an hour and Sue makes 30 bucks an hour, then if Bob finds out, he'll come to his boss and be like, hey, what's the deal? How come Sue is making $10 more than me? Shouldn't I make $30? And then the employer has to pay Bob extra to keep him happy or to shut him up or whatever. So I find it really kind of a shame that in America, at least, there's an actual taboo around talking about your salary. People kind of consider it rude, and it shouldn't be. Like, what's the big deal to, to tell someone what you make? People typically have a pretty good idea of what you make anyways. It's not like something that'll hurt you if it gets out. It's just information about your job. So I wish that our culture would shift towards people talking about their, their wages with other workers, because if people would do that, then they could rally behind this information and ask for their employers for extra money. So I'm sharing this with you because I hope that you do it in your workplace because if you're making less than your coworkers, wouldn't you want to know that? Wouldn't you want to be able to go to your boss and say, hey, what's the deal? And if your coworkers were making less than you, wouldn't you want to help lift them up to your position? Okay, so this next, <laughs> this next post is wild. And unfortunately, OP deleted the original post, but I've kind of pieced together what was in that post. So based on my understanding, OP's work has like a Keurig machine and you can buy Keurig cups where you can make a cup of coffee. Unfortunately, he didn't say how much the actual cost was of those Keurig cups, so I don't know. But apparently, instead of buying the company-sanctioned Keurig cups, OP brought a Keurig cup from home and made a cup of coffee. And his boss, get this, his boss accused him of stealing company property. <laughs> and what did he steal, you might ask, since he brought his own Keurig cup? Well, the company's water, of course. Yes, because he used company water to make coffee with the Keurig cup that he brought from home, his boss is accusing him of theft and wants to fire him. So unfortunately, that post is gone, so I can't read it. But OP posted an update post, which is just as crazy. I had posted yesterday on my lunch break, and when I came back into work, I already had a few good ideas thanks to a bunch of you. Like several of you recommended, I wanted to get my boss's accusations in writing, so I sent off an email to her as soon as I sat down after lunch. I basically played dumb. Hi, I just want to double check the rules regarding bringing coffee in from home. Is this not allowed? I don't recall this being in our employee handbook, blah blah blah. She replied about an hour later, saying what she'd said earlier. Yes, it was grounds for firing, since it's using company property for personal gain. And that I should only use the company Keurig cups. 
I replied asking if it was considered stealing the company water, and she again said yes, but not if I paid for the coffee since I was purchasing it. Oh, and a bunch of you also thought that she was profiting off of the coffee cups. And while your logic was sound, I found out later that she has no responsibilities or fingers in the pot regarding the fees from the employee break area. It turns out, she really is just a micromanaging butthole. Once I got those emails back from her, I went straight in person to my senior boss, who outranks everyone else in the office. I asked him if it was true that we're not allowed to bring in our own personal Keurig cups. He looked confused and said, No, that's not true at all. I bring in my own sometimes. He went from confused to shocked when I told him I was being accused of stealing company water while using my own Keurig cups and that I wanted to file an official complaint. And then he became annoyed when I told him who was accusing me and who I wanted to file the complaint against. He apologized profusely on behalf of the butthole manager and explained a few things. Long story short, there were multiple complaints of the same nature against this particular manager mostly in the vein that she was overstepping the bounds of her duties and threatening to fire people at the slightest whim, which my senior boss told me was not her decision to make. My senior boss apologized again and again and told me that I was absolutely allowed to bring in my own Keurig cups and that he would be speaking to the other manager in question. He finished by saying, Her behavior will stop, I promise you, and she will not be speaking to you about this again. Let me know if she brings it up further. He again repeated that it was not her responsibility or within her duties to fire me. I have a very good relationship with my senior boss, and he told me that while he would prefer to avoid filing an official complaint, he would understand if I chose to and would draw up the paperwork. I told him that as long as no one else was accusing me of theft and that my job wasn't actually in jeopardy, then I wouldn't file a complaint, but only if that butthole manager apologized to me in person. I got a very tight-lipped, face-to-face apology about two hours later from that butthole manager. I told her how insulting it was to be accused of theft, especially over something so incredibly stupid as a single cup of water. I told her I didn't want to talk about it further, and that I wasn't going to hold it over her head as long as she treated me fairly going forward. I told her I wouldn't be lodging a complaint, but if I felt like I was being unjustly accused of something in the future from her, I'd have those emails she so conveniently sent me as evidence that she didn't know what she was talking about. Like I said, I have a very good relationship with my senior boss, and I've been at my current company for five years, so I'm not worried. How much does one cup of water cost in your water bill? Okay, so looking at the math, it appears that if you just go to your tap and you get a cup of water, it would cost you maybe pennies, like one or two cents. So if you factored in the one or two pennies that OP stole from the company versus the wasted time that all the people involved in this had to spend resolving this issue, then then really she's the one stealing because you have to take into consideration the time that OP spent dealing with this, the time that she, the boss, spent dealing with this, the time that the senior boss spent dealing with this. So if each of these people spent one hour dealing with this problem, and you know I don't know how much these people are making, I'll assume OP, he's a worker bee, so let's say 15 bucks an hour. The boss, let's assume she makes more, so we'll say 25 bucks an hour. And then the senior boss, let's say he makes 45 bucks an hour. That's what, 85 bucks, I think? 85 bucks an hour? 
So that's $85 the company spent to deal with this stupid made-up problem compared to the, the, one, the one or two cents that OP stole. This is idiotic. This is so idiotic. I feel like OP could literally drink five cups of coffee every single day that he's at work for five years and still not add up to the amount of stolen money that this, this, that this lady wasted just by dealing with this made-up problem. Also, OP, keep in mind that your work building would certainly have some sort of central air, which is filtered, and the company pays for those filters. So be very, very careful about breathing the company air when you go to work, OP, because that's company air. If you want to breathe while you're at work, make sure to bring your own air with you. Hey, Brandon, we're short-staffed for the rest of this year because Sarah just quit without any warning. We're really backed up, so I'm going to need you to come in during Thanksgiving this year. Don't be shocked if you have to come in during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, too. I already told you three weeks ago that I need that day off, and you agreed. Now you're changing your mind? I will not be working Thanksgiving, and if you ask again, I won't be working for you at all anymore. We've had to set expectations with you multiple times this year. Coming in is the least that you can do. Your paid time off request has been denied. I'm not asking you to come in. I'm telling you that you have to come in. And I'm telling you that you have no worker at all now. I quit. Opie. <laughs> Opie, I don't know where you work. I don't know if it's like a restaurant or a retail store. But I really, really hope that come Thanksgiving and come Christmas, there's a certain establishment that you'll come by just to pick up a few things or to have a nice meal with your family. I'm sure your manager would be so happy to see you come in as a customer. I ordered pizza for my kids, and my daughter's math teacher is the person who delivered the pizza. This lady has a master's degree, makes less money than my dumbass, and has to deliver pizza to make ends meet. This is not the American dream that they keep trying to sell us. I feel that one. <laughs> I really feel that one. I have a bachelor's degree, I have a master's degree, and what did I do with those degrees? Absolutely nothing, because now I'm a YouTuber. So I'm really glad that I spent eight years at school and however many tens of thousands of dollars, I think collectively it was probably close to about 80 or 90, 80 or 90K on nothing, on absolutely nothing. Because now I just <laughs> read Reddit stories and make YouTube videos and my degree is completely worthless. So that's cool. OP, I need you to come in from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. today. We have an event scheduled and we only have one bartender. No, thank you. Tomorrow's my day off. You need to be a team player. It isn't all about you. Please come in tomorrow. Why are you just now telling me at 3 a.m. that you need me to work 11 hours tomorrow? I've had a few drinks, and I don't feel like coming into work hungover and working for that long on my day off. You need to stay ready for work. Getting too drunk is not a good look if you can't stay prepared. Sometimes things happen, and we need to cover for each other. You're telling the bartender to not drink on his time off? Do you want to go tell the chef to not eat off the clock too? Dude, if you had given me more notice, I would have considered it and just not had anything to drink so I wouldn't have to come work that long hungover. But you waited too long, I'm already drunk, and I don't feel like coming in and working 11 hours while hungover. Don't you know how to bartend too? Even if you don't, we literally have flashcards for each drink on the menu for each event. You can literally just tape them to the counter and use them as a guide to make the drinks yourself. We are going to talk about this attitude when you come in on Sunday. <laughs> no, we're not. Bartenders are needed all over the place now. 
I think I'll just go work at one of the dozens of places hiring around here. I'm fed up with you. Give me a call. Don't make such an impulsive decision. You're making a mistake because you're drunk and you think it's a good idea. When you wake up tomorrow, you're gonna regret this. Eat. My. Ass. I like to imagine that the reason why this manager needs OP to come cover a shift is because the other bartender just quit and told him to eat his ass too. Like, how does this guy get off trying to tell workers during their off hours what they can and can't do? Like, they have to they have to stay ready to come into work at all times. Like, some sort of surgeon who's on call who's not allowed to drink because at any moment he could have to drive to the hospital and perform brain surgery or something. I feel like for a really long time, managers and bosses have become kind of spoiled and entitled because of this long waiting list of desperate workers who will work long hours for not a lot of pay. But because of COVID and the great resignation that's going on now, I think most people just don't care anymore. So given the choice between working for a manager like this and telling that manager to eat my ass, I think it's pretty clear what most workers are willing to do nowadays. And, and honestly, I've never been happier because this content, I just live for it. Where are you at? Huh? You told Mark that you could work night shift tonight. No, I didn't. I told Mark that I couldn't work on Monday. You told him you couldn't work in the mornings, but you could work normal hours. As you know, I found out yesterday that my dad passed away. I'm going to go ahead and at least take one day off. If I won, I get a whole week off to mourn his death. I'm so sorry for any inconvenience this will cause you. My uncle died a few days ago and I lost my grandma. Stop being a victim. Mail me my check. I quit. And go f*** yourself. Down in the comments, we have this story from Ripley825. Oh my god, this happened to someone that I worked with at IHOP years ago. She literally got a phone call as she was working as a line cook that her mother died in a car wreck that morning. The manager literally told her that she had to stay and finish her shift or be fired for negligence. Homegirl took off her apron and yeeted it at his face. He was still... (laughs) He was still yelling that she would be fired if she walked out the door as she was walking out the door. Like, oh my god, what does this manager expect is going to happen? Um, excuse me, manager, this food is really salty. What's wrong with it? Oh yes, my apologies. You see, the cook learned that her mother died today, so she's probably been crying into your food. I'm so sorry. Well, send this back and have her make me another one, and this time, make sure she doesn't cry all over it. That was r slash anti-work, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.